There's another one you don't want to hear. Frankly, the do I. Right now on the Power Chord Hour, making his third appearance on the show, I'm very stoked to be talking to Game Face frontman Jeff Cadill. We're going to be talking about Jeff's first two solo records, Here's What You Should Do and Try to Be Here, which are both getting their first time vinyl pressing together on a 2LP set called Here's Where You Should Try to Be. And uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the records as well as uh, Jeff also just put out new music over the uh, summer with his Old Blood EP. So, I mean, I feel like you're always busy and uh, we'll get into all of that. So, Jeff, man, how are you? Um, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm content. I haven't been anywhere in a, a while as like all of us, but, but yeah, I'm, 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 I, I'm still staying, staying real busy and trying to stay happy. I mean, cause I, I was even thinking about it. Like even, even when I hit you up because I saw you were, uh, putting out the vinyl release and I'm like, Oh, it'd be fun to talk about those records. Talk about the, uh, release and all that. But even within that, and I knew you released it, but even within that, I totally forgot. Oh my God, you just put an EP out like, what is it, two months ago at this point? Yeah, I put out, I put out an e- just an all acoustic, very it sort of intimate uh, acoustic EP for, uh, it was basically like a, uh, to commemorate my 50th birthday. Nice. And so, it, yeah, it was, it, it, it was hard, you know, far from a, like an official release. I just put it out myself and well, like most of the, of the solo stuff, but there, I just, I kept it real small and I just did a small run of only 50 copies on vinyl. And it was, it just was a, you know, like a little kind of a little present to myself. I, I was going to ask that too, because I mean, I, I saw in with fifty copies. Yeah, that sells fast. I mean, I was going to ask that yeah. if it was like a one-time thing, or if you're ever going to repress that. No, I I think it's gonna. This is just gonna. It's gonna. This is this will be what it is. It, it's it's just uh, really. I just wanted it for that one moment, and um, yeah, I definitely. I I don't I don't see repressing it. I feel like that makes it more special for the fifty people who have that too. I feel like they'll be yeah, happy about yeah. that. Definitely. Definitely. But, but uh, I mean, I want to, we'll talk more about the EP. Like, like I said, again, I mean, we've said it, you're busy. I feel like you're always busy when I have you on here. There's, you're, you're doing a few <laughs> things at once. But uh, I want to talk about the new vinyl release. And, uh, you know, for these for these first two records, I mean, going back there, um, I mean, what is it, 15 and 13 years? I mean, had there had you thought about some of these songs in a while? Were there were like revisiting this? Like had it been a while since you thought of these songs or thought of these albums? Yeah, I, I didn't. I mean, it didn't really dawn on me that it was that long. But like, but I do. I mean, my marker for that was Game Face had broken up, and then shortly after that, um, we had our daughter. Our, our and, and my daughter is now seventeen years old. Oh wow! So uh, you know, and that went by really fast. So doing the math yeah like it, 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 it this kind of snuck up on me these these records being as old as they are and i'm i'm really yeah i had listened to them i had i'm really happy that they're going to end up on vinyl finally and be sort of you know treated like a real 
you know, like a real uh, release. I, you know, I, I, like I said, I, a lot of my solo stuff, I just kind of throw out there. It's always free digitally on Bandcamp and um, you know, it's on all the digital platforms and I, I did just limited CD releases along the way, but I, I, I feel like now, now that this is getting a, a vinyl release, I feel like it's now it's, it, 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 it's, it's really, it's really, it's a special thing for me. It's, so it's, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, it, it's, I think it's a good thing that we, that I waited this long because listening to these records now, they sound better than I remember them. There, there is something about like, like, I don't know. I, I don't know why, I guess I can't put my finger on it, but they are records where I feel like sonically they'd sound good on vinyl. Like, and I don't know why I, I even say that, but there's something about them where I'm just like, Oh, like if you put that on the right turntable, like you get something really like, Oh, that's going to sound really good on, on record. Yeah, I, 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 I do. And I, I feel like, I feel like these records, especially they were so influenced by records that I used to listen to when I was younger on vinyl. Like, you know, like the, the where I, you know, when, game face broke up i tried to do something different and try to kind of go back to my sort of i guess late 70s roots you know i'm, I'm i was born in 1970 so which makes me old but um <laughs> I, I i i uh you know i i listened to all that sort of singer songwriter stuff you know Neil Young era for and Jackson brown and, and and you know csny and all that all that whole era and that that was kind of my stuff what that i listened to in in the back of my parents car and and you know like i listened you know the listen to that all growing up and that's the kind of records those are the kind of records i wanted to make when i thought that game face was completely done i just i and, and i think i like and, and i and i've joked with some people about kind of running to that sort of nostalgic place too soon because i you know i wasn't that old when I, when I, when I started doing these, these types of records, you know, that usually that's sort of reserved for someone who's, who's my, my age now, but um, <laughs> you're ahead of the so, curve. Right. So I made these like, kind of like a uh, schmaltzy, uh, you know, singer songwriter pop, you know, uh, folksy records. Um, you know, when I was 30, 35 i guess yeah you're right that um, is young for for being like like that yeah yeah and <laughs> but you know, what you whatever what i mean i i mean they 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 i i, I think they stand up they oh stand i'd up say very well. very well like i mean even <laughs> yeah really to to your uh compliment i mean like, like given because you're right the, the way they're they're written and i was going to kind of ask you that and you're kind of getting to that but like they're kind of retrospective looking back on life i feel like and that is something that i feel like you hear a lot of like older singer songwriters but to your compliment, you do it, you do it well where it's not like, oh, this guy, like, oh, he's an amateur. It's like, no, you fit right in with the rest of them. You, you might be younger, but you're right. Like listen, listening right. to those <laughs> records, they've held up well and, and it's not like, oh, like a youthful thing. But also the other thing too is, yeah, like, like for the direction that you took this, I mean, did you, were you writing songs like this at all during Game Face? Like, was there a time where you didn't have an outlet for this? Or I mean, did you just start doing that after <laughs> I, I get, there were a few a few songs you know here and there uh, are like or, or there would be a song that was a little maybe a little too jangly for a game face and I definitely snuck some in I mean even um, like well the song laughable beak was or, you know which was on uh, always on the uh, game face album even that was a song that I had, I had sort of written as just an acoustic song 
before it became a game face song and so and 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 there's there are a few others that were like kind of hanging around and some of them we ended up you know uh working out with game face and some of them i kind of held on to them and maybe they came out later on down the road but yeah like i I had always you know written in, in that way for for sure and then you know especially once game face was done for the first time in 2003 i really just started leaning really leaning into that and you know i wrote a lot of songs how many how many years had game face been a band when you guys broke up uh, well, we started in 1990 so um maybe thir- 13 years i guess 13, 13 uh, well, well cause yeah. I, I was thinking, too, I want to go back to kind of the reflection thing. Like, I, I feel like on these records, you tell me, you wrote them, so you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but, like, they do seem like you're looking back a lot on, I mean, on Game Face and one, and life, but at the same time, I mean, Game Face at that point in your life was a big chunk of your life. I mean, do you feel like these albums, were you kind of being, like, reflective on Game Face oh, and I guess your sure. 20s and everything? For sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I definitely felt... I mean, because it all have kind of happened at once. Like this band that had been like the biggest part of my life, or the biggest focus of my life, was ending. Uh, I was kind of faced with, you know, having to get a real job, and and uh, and I had a family, and we were going to try and have a kid, and we were do. It was all this. It was a lot of major life things converging at the same time, and, and I felt like, okay, this is it's definitely a new chapter, and so I spent the first couple years you know after game face really like assessing you know the last decade or so and so there was a lot of a lot of that sort of reflection went into those songs so in between doing doing the first record and uh game face breaking up did you take a break from music at all or were you just did you hit the ground running writing i oh yeah i mean i was definitely i like i sort of wrote my way out of the game face breakup. Yeah, I, I was. I I, I kind of knew. I knew what I was going to do. Um, you know, the moment that you know I got the phone call that that it was done. You know, I. I so yeah, there was definitely no. There wasn't really a, a time where I was just sitting there. You know, not doing anything. I was always, always writing for sure. I, I maybe I didn't know. You know, where where the songs were were going to end up or who was going to play them or mm-hmm. all that. But but yeah, there was no question about. The, the writing actually the the title of the of the first the first record is here's what you should do and that was the thing that i heard most from people <laughs> that um yeah it was like everyone that i spoke to after game Face broke up had advice for me and they would always say hey, oh, hey here's what you should do and then give me their their opinion about what what i should do and um but yeah, anyway, but that's that's why that's that's how um, the the title uh, came. But but yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty much the next day. I just you know started, got out the four track and started you know making demos and and just sort of trying to you know stay busy and stay creative. Were uh, any of like the first, I, I guess, getting into it too? Because I mean, now, now after game phase, you're kind of finding your next thing. You said you're like writing away to, right away. Were the songs you're writing what right away the ones that that uh, made? Here's what you should do. Or I mean, were you kind of like, you know, tweaking them and stuff until you really kind of got got to like a place where you kind of writing the songs you wanted? 
that one that one i think it was i pretty much recorded every like i i kind of tried everything like i think there's 14 or there's a lot of songs on that on the on the record and i think yeah i didn't really edit i just was like okay whatever song whatever would whatever song would come that would be part of the record and so the there's a lot of different there's a you know there's some very quiet acoustic type stuff there's a few rockers there's a you know there's a there's a there's some stuff that that um it's not it's definitely not as like uh 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 calculated as maybe the next record sounds or whatever but yeah like i definitely used every every idea along the way just because because i could you know because game face was a band who did a th- one thing we did it really well and we didn't do, but there wasn't a lot of movement in between what we you know w- what we did and so i felt like oh wow now i can do different stuff i can do whatever and and it's not going to be weird to put you know these songs together um so that's kind of how I felt, but you know, I mean, I I I, I write it just a, a certain way too, and it's it's not like I'm doing, you know, it's it's not like the spectrum of what I write is all that broad. It was just a, I just sort of, you know, expanded it a little bit from what Gameface was doing. That see, I think that's neat though. It, it's kind of crazy too that that, you, that you're kind of like recording them as they were coming and everything because it sounds like a pretty like well thought out record in the way where like like i would have thought more which i think that's awesome because a lot of times i think your best stuff is like your your first idea like you like without overthinking it without overdoing it i think a lot of times that's where the magic is but like yeah even, yeah yeah like listening to the record though i wouldn't have thought we're like oh i'm just kind of like starting out and like putting it out there because like it, it does seem like you had well, I guess not, because I mean, you you had a fair like. Would you say you had a pretty clear vision of what you wanted, or no? You were kind of finding it, I guess, as you were going along and writing the songs. Yeah, it just it just like I had a, I w- would have a few songs at a time, and I would I would just demo them, and I and, and I should definitely mention that the key player on 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 both of these albums, uh, my my friend Robbie Wrist, who played drums and bass and a few, maybe a few other instruments. Um, but he was also he also recorded and 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 mixed the the records. I would go to his studio and I would say, okay, I have these songs. Um, this is how I think they should sound. Let's see what happens. And then we would just kind of concentrate on a song or two at a time. And then once those were done, we I would you know come in and I would bring the next small batch and until we had you know. 12 14 songs or, or whatever so they, it just was yeah we i didn't really like plan it out it wasn't really orchestrated in a album type of way it was just like this is what i've got right now i remember we, we did record a couple songs a few different ways and that's about as far as like you know stretching the the you know experimentation sort of side of things but for the most part it was it was whatever was the first idea or the or the thing that felt right the night that I would bring in the song. Like, I mean, maybe we maybe we'd record it the next week or something, but we would at least sort of run through it and and have it feel right. And it came, to, you know, and, and it happened pretty quickly. Did and I... Robbie's like Robbie's an amazing musician. Like, you know, put him on any, you know, he's he's better than than 
than me at every 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 uh, instrument um but yeah he was really great to, to uh it was like you know rec- recording with a you know an almanac or a supercomputer just you know i just nice. this is what i this is what i want and then he would say oh th- this then he- here it is and it's it, it was it, he yeah he's he was really it was the perfect guy to meet at that time I know you've worked with him like a lot throughout the years. It seems like was that the first time you guys worked together? Yeah, that that was it. Like it was, I, I met him through a friend through a friend of a friend, and um, yeah, I just was like, it was known that I was trying to make a solo record, and and I knew a guy who was like, oh, this this dude is great. And I said, is is that the guy from? is that cousin oliver from the brady bunch and of course it, it is <laughs> nice. and so we met and and then yeah it, it happened really quickly and all of a sudden he's like let's just get it started let's let's you know let's start recording and it was already underway before we even you know we just we sort of got to know each other as we as we began working on it wow he has to be a really i mean because like the way you're describing it yeah like the fact that like you're starting out with a pretty clean slate like i mean yeah you have game face but you don't have like a previous solo record for like reference to go off of. So the fact that he's yeah. kind of just feeding off like what you're giving him out of your head and then putting yep. it on tape, that's that's pretty amazing, including the fact you guys didn't know each other that well but, or at all really before that. Yeah, and he wasn't really – I mean, he he knew of Game Face, but he didn't really – like he didn't really completely understand that, which I think was a kind of a good thing because then it, he, it wasn't like – he didn't feel like he had to match any sort of – expectations and sound or whatever it was it was and I, that's what i liked too i liked that he that he wasn't from our scene or he wasn't you know he, he wasn't going to compete we weren't going to have the same comparisons when, when we were throwing out stuff i mean we had a lot of same comparisons when we were talking about like i said like you know music from the from the you know the 70s or 80s or whatever but as far as like my you know my uh, little indie rock post-hardcore scene that there, you know, there wasn't a lot of those, uh, references and, and that, I thought that was a good thing. Cause we, you know, we kept that out of it. That's a, that's a good point. Cause you're right. I think if you had someone who, I mean, whether it was a friend who you toured, you know, in the game face days or yeah, like a producer yeah. who was part of it, like you're gonna, for one, they may not see where you're coming from, where obviously it sounds like Robbie knew where you're coming from for the sound you wanted. And instead you'd have this guy who's like, trying to make the first solo record from the singer of Game Face. And it's like, I you you probably would. I think you're right. You'd probably have a totally different record because you need, like this record it seems like a lot of freedom for you in a way where, like, yeah, if you had someone who kept trying to make it sound like Game Face, this record would sound totally different. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and, and there, there are moments where I feel like it sounds, you know, some, some moments on these albums sound like, game face light or or whatever you want to call it and but but yeah it would have been a lot even harder to get away from that had i worked with somebody that you know from from our from our orbit you know from the past you know a couple decades or whatever but yeah 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 i'm i'm kind of thinking about it i mean i don't know because you because you are kind of like like you were saying you're kind of finding your sound afterwards but like do you think that if Game Face had never broken up, like, do you feel like kind of that style would have kind of bled into your into the style of like Game Face, or do you think you never kind of would have went down that avenue of your solo I think stuff? It, it, um, it, yeah, it, it maybe would have, and it would have bummed a lot a lot of people out. I think, <laughs> I, I think I think like we would have 
that we incrementally become the gin blossoms or the goo goo dolls or <laughs> or whatever you know like we would kind of go go that way yeah i see what you're saying exactly if if, if if left you know sort of left unattended i think that's kind of where we would have gone and and for better or worse we we did not we avoided that and i think that's that's cool you know leave it to leave it to me to make like i said make all the schmaltzy uh, jangly pop stuff <laughs> I think it's good to have that outlet too, because like you're not one dimensional. You're not going to keep writing. You know, you're not just going to keep writing the same kind of song over and over. I think it's good to have both outlets. You know, it, it's it's yeah, nice yeah. to have that. And like you said, not bleed through in a way where I'm going to keep using the game face name, but kind of write differently and just alienate all our fans. It's probably better yeah, not to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I there was there was a time where I could not imagine. You know, back when we were started and i couldn't imagine not playing with these guys and being in a band was was like being in a family and and it was you it was very tunnel vision as far as how everyone felt and i think you know you know for good reason too is you know we were young and it's it's kind of what we needed i think but as i've gotten older i think that as far as being if you want to be a musician or really grow as a songwriter it's really helpful to play with other people and not be not stay in your lane all the time and you know and and take a risk and fail and you know do something dumb or you know do something you regret releasing which i've you know put me down for a few of those but i think i do think it's important to to play with other people also now like i'm i like you know i've been playing with other people i've been making records on my own i'm dying to play with game face like i'm uh, like we've been texting and we've been you know and i've been like dude what what is going on we let's we, we gotta get you know let's we gotta get together because nice. i mean so it, and it make you know it makes you you know really really you know um i i i you know it's uh, i really value that and yeah and so anyway it that's had... that's, how, <laughs> that's how i feel about that <laughs> i like with uh and you just kind of brought up like working working with those guys and you know prior to your so which really is amazing too because you're right like now when you think about it your solo stuff you've done a bunch of other bands i mean yeah i had john a few years ago for broken trophy you've done some of that on and off like everything but you're right. You never right. You really never did much like side project stuff before Game Face's breakup, right? No, no. The only the only thing the only thing I did was a band called March in the mid '90s, and we you know we put out one album, but and that was a, it was it, it, it kind of it created some tension, but you know within the band because we were in that we were in that time where. Like I was saying, like your band was your, it was your family or your gang. And, and, uh, um, some of the guys in Game Face felt slighted by me doing a, another, another project at the time. Um, but it, you know, it, it did, ha- like, I think, I think one helps the other. I think that, you know, like, like, I think that I got better as a musician for Game Face by doing March or, or, you know, it's, it's like, you know, you, you, I think it was only a positive thing, but at the time, at the time, it was like you're cheating on our band with <laughs> these other other guys, and and I and I get that, and, I, and I'm not as, I mean, I I'm, I I understand that more now, that what you know the the, the way that we, the, the the way that that it was seen back then, but I also now I I, I feel like, 
you know, definitely you got to go out and play with other people makes you, you know, it makes you really love and appreciate the, the guys that you, you know, that you've been in it for the long haul with. So. Oh, that makes, that makes total sense. And yeah, I mean, I think it goes back to having those other outlets. I definitely think is a, uh, is a good thing not to have just one channel that you put all your like creative efforts in. It's much better to kind of spread that, but like, like recording with Robbie and doing that. I mean, did anyone else play on that first solo record with you or is it all just you and Robbie? I think the first solo record was me and Robbie. There may, there, yeah, I think a guy came in and played um, accordion, and a guy came in and played like harmonica on something. It was you know very very specific. But as far as like the heavy lifting, like the bass, drums, guitars, oh you guys, the, that kind of stuff. It's yeah yeah. Wow, yeah. that I really and like I didn't. I knew he he uh, was a part of it and stuff, and I knew you did like multi. Like I knew you, what I did a lot on it, not just saying play guitar, but I guess I didn't realize to the capacity that it's like this was very much just you and you and Robbie. Which uh, kind of going back to that dynamic of recording, like with Game Face, was that did it take time to get used to just working with one other person? I mean, it sounds like that was probably the first time you you'd work in recording that dynamic. Well, it was different, but it was at the at the time I liked it a lot better because it was like oh, instead of four different um, opinions, <laughs> I'm only going to get you know there's only going to be two in in the room. So it, it, it um, you know, it, it was definitely a welcome sort of thing to to just you know have one other person to uh, to bounce stuff off of. And then how soon after releasing, uh, here's what should, or yeah, here's what you should do. Did you, uh, begin writing, try to be here? How soon after that did you start writing? Oh, prob- probably immediately. Yeah. Like it, it, or, you know, or maybe a few months or so. It, it, yeah. I just, I just thought I'm going to just keep on, keep on making, making these things. And so, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I can't really say if there was a, definite like gap between the you know the releases it wasn't like a you know it wasn't a big release where where you you put it out and we went on tour or anything it was just it, it was out and then we kept on moving and i think that yeah it might have just been just kind of continuous and then when i felt like we had enough the one the one major change between between that is or after here's what you should do came out um we, I did sort of put together more of a, a real band. We, you know, we brought on a, a bass player. We, we, you know, we, we, and then we, uh, Popeye from Farside. He, he joined the band. You know, playing live after the after the first record came out. But by the time we recorded "Try to Be Here," uh, Popeye played on it, and then our bass player Kevin played. And so it was more of a an actual group. It wasn't, you know, it was less of a solo project. Mm. Although I was still like writing everything and, and, and it was kind of, we operated like a, you know, a solo record, but the, yeah, but I, I had a, like a complete band for that one. And then like on, on that one, did you, cause you said it, it kind of, it kind of changed a little bit. Like on that one, when you started writing songs, was it, what is it, was it as much of like write a song, record it, write a song, record it, or were you kind of fine tuning more here and kind of working on things a little more? Yeah, we, we were, we were able to like, you know, uh, put the songs into the live set, you know, like, you know, kind of play them. And, and uh, I think we probably didn't record until we had a good chunk of the songs sort of written and, and, and songs that we were already sort of playing live. I do remember there was like th- the last handful, like 
were still being sort of worked out in the studio but we had like a big chunk of the record that was already done and and, and it was you know we were we, we were all you know we've been we had been playing the songs live and so it wasn't it was you know it was just like kind of back in the day you know when when, when game face would would finally get to the studio and we would be very rehearsed and we would you know we would know what we were doing but yeah that was certainly more of a traditional band record was it was it easier at all doing the second solo record after having one under your belt or did that not change much of anything i don't know i, I um i mean because there's no there were, are never really expectations or you know there's not i mean i didn't feel like there was anyone that was waiting or or, or you know or had a yeah like had any sort of no, it just was. It just it was natural just to just to do it, and it wasn't. It, I didn't really feel like, oh no, it's like it's my sophomore effort, you know, like the sophomore jinx. It's always the <laughs> second album that's the hard one to make. It, I didn't. I didn't feel like that. I, I. It didn't feel like my second album. Anyway, it was probably like my ninth, you know, in my lifetime. So it was like not a not a. Uh, I didn't really think about it like that. It was just, you know, which is more of the same. I'm, I'm gonna just. I could not have another group of songs, and we're gonna record him somehow was try to be here also recorded at robbie's studio um let's see half of it was yeah half of it was and i think and i know i don't i can't even really remember the chronology of of of, or i um the his studio was called the boathouse it was in northridge and it's it is no more, and I don't know if it was because the studio was closing that we had to go to in, to um, another studio to finish the record, or I or I I may have just had that plan because I wanted to go to a studio and so that Robbie didn't have to deal with engineering and 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 all the things that come with recording. I wanted him just to play drums and not to worry about that. And I can't remember if if, if maybe maybe the imminent closure of the studio made me i can't remember what yeah i don't know but yeah we 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 definitely did uh at least three songs maybe more at a at jim monroe's studio in santa Ana, and um i forgot what you asked me but that's the, <laughs> <laughs> i was just asking where it was recorded that's at. where we're at yeah so yeah so we we yeah we definitely we we took the band to um a, a different studio and, and we really acted like a band there because robbie didn't have to deal with uh with um any of the studio stuff did that one take a while to record since you had to jump studios that would take a little longer to get done it probably took less time because of the way that we were we're, the way that we were recording you know it wasn't really piecing it together with just two guys it was more of a band effort so it probably was quicker um i don't like again i i don't the the way in which things happened it's it's a blur (laughs) it's been a long time i I don't remember yeah been a while Uh, yeah um on the are the songs on these records kind of going back to uh you know being out for a while when you go back and listen to these songs, and I mean, I guess it could be could be with like your whole catalog too. But I mean, since we're talking about these, do you ever get to a point where you go back and listen and you still connect to them, or do, are there anywhere it's just so long that you listen back 
almost like a listener and less like the person who like wrote it. I, I, I actually, I like when I can get to that point where I can just be a listener and kind of maybe, maybe rediscover a song or have so much space that you I can kind of, you know, separate from, from what, you know, the, the, what I was trying to do or trying to talk about, you know, when I was first writing it, but some songs, some songs age better than others. I mean, I feel like some songs sort of, they, uh, in, in some sort of reveal themselves, like the, the, what they're really about, um, later, a lot later. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, a lot of the uh, yeah, a lot of these songs, and you know, and so, not not a, not all the time, but like some of them, I I would listen to, and think, wow, I you know, I actually was I, I knew what I was talking about there, or you know, or I would say, oh, what, what you know, like this this makes this this doesn't hold hold up, you know, this does doesn't not make any sense to me <laughs> now, but, um, but yeah, I think that, it it's it's nice and surprising when you can listen to you know songs that and and remember like the headspace i was in and either have it whatever it was you know sort of feel resolved and and i can sort of just appreciate it for like a moment Mm -hmm. back way back when or you know or i can listen to it as something that has even more meaning now than it than it did at the at the time i think there's a lot of that stuff on these records because like I was saying, like this, they sort of happened at a pretty, like a, you know, like I said, con- a convergence of a lot of pretty major life events. So, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of growing up on these, on these records. It's like a time capsule almost. I would imagine like you listen yeah, back and like, yeah. Oh wow. Like it probably like, Oh wow. That was my life during, you know, like those years. Yeah, know? for sure. I always tell my daughter, I'm like, I have like, basically i have you know diaries for you know for you and like she doesn't want to listen to all of all of the records she knows you know a decent amount of of my stuff but she i, she, I think she's afraid to really dive in and i think she, she may wait she may wait she'll have to pick her a moment to really like kind of go through the whole catalog but yeah you, you can kind of track track a, a life through through all, all these things it's crazy. It is crazy to think that, but I mean, totally true. And going, I mean, going back for a second too, like you said, getting, getting to that place so you can kind of enjoy them as a listener for you, is that something that, and it may vary from the song to song, but like, does that something that typically takes years or does it happen a little bit after the album's been out and you're not like working on those songs so much? Yeah, I think, I think like, you know, a couple years or so. I mean, sometimes the, the thing that will keep me from, really enjoying uh some of the stuff for instance with you know with game face the early game face records i love them because of what they are and and, and I, I remember how i felt and i remember like you know, i remember i remember mostly everything about when we were recording it but for me some of the production it's hard to get to get past or or you know like it's oh my god it's so fast that the tempo's all over the place <laughs> so as a as a technical listener that those are the hardest things for me to, you know, like, Oh, like my voice sounds like shit. Like I, 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 uh, you know, um, that kind of stuff is, <laughs> but like, but the, but you know, you go to, you know, you come out, zoom out, you know, decades and none of that stuff matters. I think that's, that stuff is, that's the charm, you know, like I, it's, it's kind of 
quaint and fun to to listen to stuff that was recorded you know recorded you know on a three hundred dollar budget you know over over you know <laughs> over one you know one night or whatever there's you know there's all kinds of those that kind of stuff it's, it's funny you said but, charm. Uh, yeah. you said charm because it popped in my head when you said that because like i was gonna say you you'll be very like critical of your old stuff but just like everyone else is like you know there's just droves of fans so it's like that's the charm of it like they like it because it's that raw and that rough and stuff like if you tried oh, yeah. if you tried cleaning it it would be like it it would be disastrous almost every time a band re-records a song <laughs> yes. w- what's the version what's the version that you like better the, the original one <laughs> you're absolutely every time. right and 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 game Pace is guilty we've done it at least three or four times but yeah it's just people they 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 get attached to and it's a lot of a lot of it has to do with when they heard it and you know like what you know like again it's the sort of convergence of where you are in your life and what you're into and how it made you feel at that time and and, you know we could record the perfect version of the song but it if you know if it's 10 years out or whatever it's not going to matter because it's not going to feel like it did, you know, when we, when we first did it. So, Oh, absolutely. And I mean, the other thing too, is people don't, you also have a special relationship as, as anybody who like wrote the songs do where like people don't think of that same way where you as a songwriter have had for some of these songs, 20, 25 years, maybe more to like be, you know what I mean? Be a critic of your own stuff and be like, Oh, yeah. oh I wish I would did this or that. Whereas yeah, like other people are just like, man, I love that from when I was like 18. Like they're not thinking throughout the years how they could perfect it and stuff. You as the songwriter, I could see going, yeah. why didn't I add that? Or why didn't I, you know, like this chord change or why is my, you know, why didn't I do this with my yeah. voice? Oh yeah. We, the, we with, uh, especially with Game Face, whenever, whenever we play, like there's always little things like, ah, oh, we should have done this, you know, but, but if we do it, then people are going to go, why, why, why are they doing, why are they, why are they doing that? <laughs> On a, uh, you said you didn't really didn't get to uh, tour on the first solo record. But you said you did, you did get to do some on the second. Was it like was it like a lot of national touring, or like to what extent were you? Uh, no, and it, it was very much just local. It, it, yeah, it, this 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 band really never left the state. Yeah, we 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 just yeah, it wasn't like we were ever touring, and I would have liked to, but we just yeah, like I I, I just. There was a lot going on with at the time. Like I, I had a young child, and I didn't want to be the guy who was, you know, gone. Um, I did do a solo, like a solo tour. I didn't take the band, but it was like right shortly after uh, "Here's What You Should Do" came out. I did a European thing, and it was miserable. It was good, you know, it was fun and everything, but it was miserable being away. And so that's why that that had a lot to do with the you know, the subsequent years, not really, you know, trying to tour. And also the, I didn't really feel like there was a demand for, for us to, to get that, you know, to, to, to get in the van and, 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 and go out there and do it. It was just, you know, it was, it was just a fun weekend thing for us, you know, for a few years here, here at home. As far as when you, I mean, right now, obviously, you're not really getting to play solo shows, but like when you do go play solo shows, um, as far as the set list goes, like, do you still play a decent amount of songs off these first two records? Those still go in the rotation at all? Yeah, there, there, there's a few. Yeah, like I, I have so many songs now, and also uh, there's stuff that people are sort of expect to hear. Um, and most of it's, you know, from the Game Face catalog, but um, yeah, I try to 
to to pick a few from each release just to kind of keep things keep things in the rotation but yeah there, there's some songs that i love i still i love playing and i'll just, I'll just anytime i do a solo show i'll the, the, they'll be in there but yeah I, I definitely try to take into consideration that i have a lot of a lot of material now you do not every not everyone wants to hear the the new stuff <laughs> so um yeah so yeah but 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 uh, yeah to answer your question yeah i do try to keep at least a song or two from 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 all the all of the uh, releases around just to sort of represent it what you know when i do get to play nice i i saw you i guess it would have been to that god four years ago in buffalo you did a solo set and i remember yeah you i felt like you had a good uh you had a nice good mixture of like a little bit. There's some game face. There's some soul stuff. I think you did a cover or two. There's a little bit of everything. I really, I, I liked it. I thought there was a nice spread. Good. Well, good. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's good to hear. Cause that's, that's what I want to do. I don't want to, you know, lean too heavily on any one, you know, era, I guess. But yeah. So, the, and, and, and that's what keeps it fun for me is to, you know, pick, you know, well, also- pick the, just the hits. Well, that too, the difficulty of it, because as you say it, I mean, you're right. You have, I mean, you've been doing it for a long time. And I mean, we've said a couple, like, again, you're busy. You do a lot of things. You have a lot of projects, like not just, not even just solo and not even just game face, but like when getting, I mean, doing like a set list like that, I always wonder that, I mean, yes, you're right. There's obviously songs you got to play, but I mean, does that get more difficult as time goes on trying, trying to balance that and juggle that and figure out like how oh, yeah. to play everything? Yeah, for sure. You, you're never going to please everyone. So um yeah it's it, yeah it's 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 tough it, it it is i mean for instance you know with game face we put out a we or like our new record is going on five probably five years old already right now wow. but uh but yeah it, but we and and when we you know we when we did tour uh, on that record we we played a lot of songs on the new record because we were that's the one we were excited about but for every new song you play you, that, that's one old song that you can't play and that's a song that someone's going to be bummed that you didn't play so it, we really kind of learned that we you know you have to keep it yeah at least keep it even you can't you know you can't uh i don't know like look i'm always excited about whatever the new thing is and but yeah yeah but from experience you know you know you, you go see you know any huge rock band you you don't want to hear him play the new new songs <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, you, want, you, you want to hear the hits so <laughs> I, I i get it i get it no i could feel i see though where that where that could be extremely difficult as an artist and also outside of that yeah just having so much material i mean it's not you're only getting more and more as time goes on so it's like you're right there's more to like pick through and mine through and everything yeah but yeah, uh for sure I wanna I wanna jump now to the present. Get back to uh, you know we we're talking about in the beginning that you just put out that EP Old Blood. Were the songs for this? I mean, were they written pretty recently, like during the pandemic? Yeah, a couple of them were. Let's see what's on there. <laughs> Got <laughs> um, five jams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, most of the, they're they're all written within the last couple of years. Um, so a couple of them were brand new and specific to this this release that i wanted to to but a couple of them are um songs that my eventual band called low coast 
um when oh, we've been nice. trying to we've been we've been trying to finish a record for over two years now and just with the pandemic and scheduling and this and that we were so close we're so close to having it done um but it, 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 it it's it, this is a it's a big rock record um these are some guys that i the most talented group i've ever ever played with like these guys are pros and they they took my songs and really made them very very they made, they made them shine and so nice. I, i've been chipping away i've been chipping away at that album for for years literally years <laughs> and there's two songs there's two songs on on that which are which will be low coast songs uh on our eventual album that will likely come out next year um so there yeah there's those two and then i wrote a song with my daughter we wrote a song together and and wrote and sang it together on the recording but yeah it's all that ep is supposed to sort of reflect the present and the the this sort of this past year or so you know i'm and i'm excited because for people who haven't heard it it's extremely stripped back so like you saying that that these coming out with locos being like a big loud rock band like i'm really excited to hear how these songs sound in a full band setting because it's extreme like this is one of the most stripped back things i think you've ever put out like i mean even more than the first two so those have full band songs like this is very stripped back yeah this is this is purposely really intimate like which i love uh, i i I had to yeah really just only put on just the tiniest bit of you know extra uh accompaniment there's a there's there's a little something in every song it's not just a voice and a guitar but it's really close really close to that pretty you know but yeah um yeah two two of the tunes um irrational anthem and i know we'll never know are uh those are those are be full full on uh rock band um low coast tunes uh next year Damn, I'm excited to hear that. That's going to be really cool to hear those as a as a full band. That's yeah, and I'm I'm I, yeah, I'm really thanks. I'm really very much looking forward to that. And, th- and both those are those songs are in the can. They're done, and they sound great. And I just it's just the waiting is the hardest part, as as they say. I can. I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> I think you might have even mentioned. I, I I know I know you've brought it up for at least on social media, and maybe last time you're on here. I know you've talked about low coast. So. Oh yeah, it's been a while. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing how long this band sort of been hanging around, waiting to happen. I mean, you have an excuse though with a global (laughs) pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're going to have, I mean, that's a solid excuse. excuse. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good. That's a pretty good one. Um, Yeah, and and we we, and we we wanted to do it right, and and I think that you know, had we tried to put out the record or finish it last year, or you know, or during the, the really any time this year too. No good. It would have, yeah, it wouldn't have been good because this is this is a band that I want to, you know, go out and play and and uh, hopefully once the record does come out, then we'll, we will also be able to go out and play. I know the bands are playing now and things are things appear to be uh, getting back to normal. Um, I will feel better. Um, a little, a little, a little, I need to give it a little more time. Oh, I can't for, blame. For me. I don't blame you. I, I feel like not everyone's fully there. I don't think I'm really fully there yeah. either. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm 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 an old man now, so I I, I I need to I need to be smart. 
hey, you'll be my. The other thing though is you keep. I mean, you keep writing and playing music during all this. You're going to be like the tightest you've ever been when it's time to play yeah. again. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but uh, going going back to uh, old blood. Uh, you know, like you said, your daughter's on there on a song. Sounds really good. Is there anyone else? Like, who else is on this record? Does anyone else uh, play or sing on it? Um, um, my friend uh, Christy plays violin on Make Time Sleep. Um, and my buddy Brian plays keyboards on uh, Old Blood. And oh. I think that's it. Like, yeah, the, the rest of it is is pretty much just me. Yeah, it 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 is, it, and and it's it's very minimal. I think they're good. You know, like you doing a solo set, yeah. I think any of these songs will sound good with just you and guitar. I think I think any of these would be good in like a in a solo set. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like after the last little run of solo shows, if it's going, it's going on a few years ago, I and it might have been the the one you where you um, I saw you in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I got really used to just to, to really bringing it down, not using a pick, you know, just playing with my fingers and, and just relying on the, the voice and the guitar and, and, and getting, getting small, getting intimate. And so that's, and I, and, and I really liked, um, I, I even played a few shows sitting down, um, and I really liked that sort of vibe. So that's, that's what I wanted to do for that was like the, the my vision for the for the ep is to really bring to bring that really intimate almost an uncomfortable at times <laughs> um, yeah and, and yeah and there's a song or two that i just i recorded just all all at once you know most of the time most of the time you you, you layer it on you you know you start with the guitar track and then you sing over it and you build upon but um i try to keep it as immediate and, and 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 like i said intimate as, as possible and, and, and i know the song old blood was was essentially live and then we just i, I had my buddy brian play keyboards on after but uh, but the, the vocal and guitar were um you know just a, a live take that's good that's so cool i mean it sounds i can see that too because yeah it uh I mean, even the playing too. Did you for on for on there? Then you weren't using a pick for everything too. Then you've kind of went more to like finger style. Yeah, yeah. I think nice. the, 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 I think there isn't. There's no pick on that record. Oh wow, pick free record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, now Jim Monroe, the guy who mixed it, my old friend who's recorded and and mixed a lot of a lot of records that you, that you know of. Um, he, as far as recording, he, he said he, he he doesn't he does not like the uh the finger thing because it's 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 very unpredictable <laughs> it's very unpredictable oh that about makes what sense. Gonna, about what you're going to get like sometimes you're yeah it's just sonically it's it's um i feel like I'd you gotta like, eq on, man, that maybe something. a little more you you have to <laughs> yeah. probably screw with that yeah because i could see it being really muddy or low end or like depending how you're playing and exactly yeah it, it, it can be very low end if you're just you know doing a lot of like you know thumb thumb picking and stuff but when you when you rake the back of your fingernails then it starts going on a whole other frequency <laughs> and that's where the problem starts and that's where and we're completely completely nerding out on uh yeah um whatever uh engineer speak right now but that's okay 
Uh, the, you know what though? The engineers love it. Everyone else going, what the hell are they talking about? But engineers, yeah. engineers know this yeah. problem. They're going, damn finger players. Yeah. Was yeah, that, they definitely, they want me to use a pick for sure. <laughs> was that hard? Because I mean, thinking about it in game face, I mean, that's, I mean, I, you're obviously not doing like finger picking in there and stuff. I mean, when you started kind of doing that different kind of style, did that take a while to get used to? Yeah, it, it, I guess it probably took a couple of years of just like sitting around at the house and and because that, that's how I always play when I'm just sitting around. But then it took a while to to to. I would always like you know play the finger picking style at home when I'm just sort of you know just dicking around. But then when I would go out and play, whether it was a I mean def- definitely if it was like a you know rock situation or even a solo show, I would always use a pick and it took a while to feel confident enough to play a show in you know without the pick and 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 really strip that down so yeah it, it was it definitely it, it was some some steps to get there but ne- yeah now i feel like a lot especially a lot of the newer songs newer solo songs i don't feel like they come across the way that i want them to if i'm playing with a pick it's too strumming and too loud and i'd rather have the control and have the little more bass a little more you know yeah like i guess it's all about controlling the dynamic and stuff but yeah i think that now i'm more comfortable especially on the solo thing i'm more comfortable without a pick that's it. Yeah. And that is because it is so different from like you, what you're saying, like you're controlling these dynamics and there's a lot more to that with finger picking. Whereas in game face, I'm sure a lot of the times it's just like, I mean, make it loud. You know what I mean? Like there's not a whole lot of thought in what you're doing, uh, like picking wise, you know, a lot of times. No. Like, yeah. Yeah. With, with, with an, my amp set, the way it is, it's, there's, there's not, <laughs> you, you, there's not a lot of, uh, nuance. <laughs> um, yeah, people people can't tell the skill you're doing with that right hand. They 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 just can't yeah, hear it there. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, for the uh, I know you can currently pre-order. Uh, here's where you should try to be. When is the vinyl? And I say expected because I know everyone I talk to right now. It's a it's kind of up in the air. But when is it expected to uh, be out? Yeah, it is expected to ship um, early or mid December, which I which is. Not, not too far off. No. Um, um, I, yeah, uh, that's that's all I know. But yeah, I would say I would be surprised and really pleased if it if it did um, ship then. But um, it could be a little later than that. But yeah, like I, and again, if, if if it does, that's a perfect uh, holiday uh, holiday suggestion. Yeah. For your for your. Uh, alt rock um people on your your uh, shopping list but yeah um yeah the pre- pre-order is up now and it it, it it came out great like it's a you know it's it's the real deal it's gate gatefold and um the 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 coke bottle clear vinyl looks amazing it does look really good it, it, it's, it's gonna yeah i think it's gonna be great and and i'm really excited it's being pressed at uh, the third man third man pressing or whatever in, oh, uh, nice. in uh, Detroit. So that's that legit. Awesome. Yeah. The, uh, did I see, did you change like, cause I know it's two LP. Is it, is it one record on one, one on the other? Or did you, or are they kind of like combined? 
No, yeah, it's, 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 we kept them, there was a little bit of moving around within the, within the albums just to Mm -hmm. to make sure the, uh, you know, because you can only fit a certain amount of, of music on a side of a a record. So there was a little bit of shimmying around with that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's essentially two, two separate albums. The, uh, the album art for it looks really cool. A combo of, uh, both records. Did I see you did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do all all of that. I mean, I do you know all the, all the game face stuff too. But yeah, that's oh, nice. that's my that's that's my main gig is is graphic design and and that that type of thing. But yeah, it, it, it was yeah it was fun to try to figure out how to you know it was it, it was either like do we design something completely new or do we try to combine both both. So yeah, it it, it worked out great. It's a good package. I mean, I'm, I'm, like I love. Yeah, like, I think I'm, the image looks really cool together. Thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm very, very pleased with with everything. So it's and it's it sounds great. It was it's been remastered for vinyl, um, and so it should be. Yeah, it should be like what I've all have all how I've always wanted this thing to be presented. That that's cool. And I mean, the other thing too is I'm thinking about it. The, both of them came out in a time where vinyl really wasn't a thing during during that era like i can't imagine uh back in like oh five oh seven there was probably much thought of like putting this on on vinyl i mean i feel like yeah yeah that. yeah it was long before the big resurgence of that and um yeah it definitely did not make sense at the time because not you know i mean i probably i i i mean i'm i'm a big vinyl nerd but i sold my my main vinyl collection in the early 2000s because i just didn't i didn't feel like you know carrying it around with me when i you know moved you know every year um but uh and and then in in recent years or recent decades or so i've been i've been spending a lot of money buying my old record collection (laughs) back (laughs) and i don't want to say it but i'd imagine probably for more than what it was going for in the early 2000s Oh, a, oh, a lot more, yeah, yeah. A lot of those, especially records that they were released in the '90s. Wow, you could, because you know, because in in the '90s, CD was king, and they didn't press a lot of vinyl, and it, and, and 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 even you know, albums that they did put out on vinyl, they they didn't do the, the sort of numbers that they used to or that they do now, and so yeah, that sweet spot of the mid '90s, those records, <laughs> they are very hard to come by and and uh, expensive. Has every, uh, I mean, because I, I feel like Game Face fans are pretty big vinyl collectors. Because I, I feel like every time you guys put something out, it seems to sell well. And I know I've I've grabbed, for some reason, vintage vinyl I always find. Uh, well, they're gaunt, but sadly they're closed now, but I would always uh, find vinyl and stuff there um, of you guys. For Game Face, have all of the full lengths gone the vinyl treatment? Or are there any Game Face records that have never been put on vinyl? Um, I, th- yeah, I think that they're, they're all, yeah, they're all there. The only, there's one like our um album that like our our i guess our first last album um called (laughs) fortigo that one it's on vinyl but i think it's only the german label there was a uh, german variant that's rare probably yeah that's yeah but but uh surprisingly somewhat easy to find and not not very expensive oh um but yeah but um but yeah i think that one's probably more rare 
but uh but yeah everything else um and then we're slowly you know doing the big anniversary reissue on you know two two of our records have gotten that treatment already good a few years ago and then just this year three to get ready uh is now re-released on vinyl and and, um you know it's kind of updated with a couple extra songs and yeah but yeah um and that's been exciting and uh i mean like you mentioned earlier kind of like getting kind of wanting to uh, get back into game face and everything i mean is there anything else on the horizon for the band i mean it doesn't sound you know touring and stuff probably not but anything else we should uh, look forward to or kind of keep um, our ear out for i mean yeah we're just we're, i mean n- not as far as recording any new music or anything i'm just just really uh hoping to you know to kind of put something on the calendar for us to go out and play but yeah that but that'll happen hopefully that'll happen next year outside of uh game face anything else that you're uh, working on lately um just the the low coast album which i i I would guess come out sometime next year and then that will be i think that will end up being my my focus on as far as playing music and you know or playing shows and and and, and writing and stuff because i really um i really enjoy that band and 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 this you know the the sound it's 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 not like a you know it's not a new thing for me but it's brought to a level that i i have not been able to uh to find until now so I'm, I'm i'm really excited for people to hear that to hear that band and hear, hear the album because it's for me it's 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 something really special so i'm hoping that like at least by this time next year we're that that, that record's out and, and and we're doing something that'll be i mean i know i know myself and i'm sure uh, anyone else including who's listening to this point is uh i'm sure stoked for um as far as that goes to with that record, I was just thinking about it because, like, like I know you said, it's been a few years since you did like the solo run. But how long has it been since you did like a live full band? I mean, has that been even longer since you did like a full band show like that, like an actual like rock show? Yeah, was, I mean, uh, you mean like outside of Game Face, like a, a more of a solo based rock? Oh rock no, just any, just basically an or electric, just, just like anything. A, yeah, like a full oh, yeah. electric band. Yeah, I think yeah, maybe the last sort of electric thing um uh, not counting the only low coast show that we did we did a couple years ago just sort of at the beginning sort of the beginning of the band it was kind of a just a uh friends and family type of thing but uh, aside from that yeah it might have been just the last game face tour and that was i think we played the last time we played was in we played brazil oh wow <laughs> and that was that, nice. that was our last yeah, and that, I think that was 2018. 2018 in Brazil. I think that was the last time. Is that your first time playing over there? Yeah. Yep. That's pretty yep. rad. Have you have yeah. you done like besides that? I mean, international touring. Have you uh, gotten to do much of that throughout the years? Um, I mean, not as much as I would like to, but we we certainly. I mean, we got we did Japan the year before that. Nice. And that was my first. Well, no, that was actually my, the first time I went to Japan was just a solo thing um a label in japan had licensed my solo records and i went over and did um a couple solo shows um but then 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 that was like 
that was going on a long like a decade or so ago um but then yeah the first rock band situation was 2017 with with game face wow yeah i'm, yeah. I'm sure you're uh then yeah itching to be back on stage doing uh an electric oh, guitar yeah. in your hand yeah that, with a pick? That, really yeah <laughs> with a pick too yeah i mean just thinking about it like, yeah i i i've been texting the game face guys this week like dude what are we gonna do I, i'm I, I can't wait that's yeah I, just some just some some volume would be would be great I, I i think fans are i mean i'm sure just like myself even if it's just play together that's a nice direction it's good to it's good to hear that uh you guys are like itching to play together and everything yeah and, and that that's that i said you know we don't have to even play a show i just want to just you know get together and, and and make some noise and then then we'll, we'll then we'll see what happens after that but yeah it's been a while and it's hard because we have a, a drummer who lives in texas and the rest of us live out here in california so it's not as easy we can't just you know get together on the weekends or whatever like like we used to so it's got to be very planned out if, if it's going to happen at all so we're we'll, but we will we'll, we'll it's we've We've identified it as something that we need to have in our lives, so it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. That that is awesome. Well, Jeff, as we close out here, where can uh, people go pre-order? Here's where you should try to be. Where can people find you online? All that good stuff. You want to drop that here? Oh uh, yeah. Um, the the only social media thing that I enjoy using is the Instagram. You're and a good I am, yeah, I, I'm at. Um, <laughs> uh fortunate son which is just spelled four two n eight s o n you can find me there and then um the facebook page which i don't really care to 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 use but it's sort of a necessary evil that's jeff caudill music and that is pretty much it twitter i'm i'm bad at twitter um i think it's it might be just Jeff, Jeff Cottle also. Um, I think so. At Jeff Cottle. Um, but yeah, that's, and then the, uh, and if, if, you, if you find any of those things, you can find the link for the uh, Feature Vampire Club uh, website, which we're, which is where you can pre-order the uh, double LP. Um, and that would be great. That'd be great to, to get some of those into, into good homes. Yeah. They need good homes. <laughs> we need to, we need to get these uh, records into yeah, some, with, with, some good with, homes. with good with good record players <laughs> with people with good taste in music <laughs> yeah yes well that that is awesome i mean this is uh i mean again this is your this is uh been your third time on the show always fun having you on yeah we're, i really appreciate you having me we're gonna we're gonna play some uh we'll play a song off both of the first two solo records we'll play something off old blood but uh oh, right i mean on. we'll start with the first solo record and this is probably my favorite song off of it um, here we go. Here is the first one. It is Crazy People Do right here on the Power Chord Hour. house to the ghost and halfway around the globe 
Remember when everything was right outside our door? Right outside our door. Hey, what's up? This is Jeff Caudill from Game Face. You're listening to the Power Chord Hour. Awake in my bed My ears still ring with something you said But it doesn't mean a thing if I cry or I sing As the day rolls on When I was a kid I knew this song by the guy in the lipstick Go on, go on And disappear In between days In between days Everything in its place I build you a house in space If we could make time sleep Make time sleep Here's the thing I understand more than I know how to explain But I want another try, wish that I could rewind Cause I almost got it right I almost got it right Everything in its place I'd build you a house in space If we could make time sleep Make time sleep Make time sleep. 
right here on the Power Record Hour podcast. That was Jeff Cadill with Make Time Sleep featuring his daughter Melody Cadill, and that is off his newest EP, Old Blood. Before that was Remember the Time off Try to Be Here and opening up that block of music off his very first solo record, Here's What You Should Do, That Was Crazy People Do. I want to thank Jeff again for uh, calling in. Being Again, I mean, his third time on the show. It's like a yearly thing now. We had him on 2018. He was one of the last interviews I did uh, right before moving to Minneapolis. Him and Ken Stringfellow. I want to say, actually, you know what? I think he was my very last one. Ken Stringfellow was like a day or two before. And then Jeff, I think, was the very last one. And I, I, know, I probably repeat this story every time Jeff's on. But uh, doing it there and then also at the – I'm currently doing this in the WRFA studios. Doing that one in our makeshift studio before the newly renovated ones we had. We were basically in a makeshift like basement studio where uh, once I saw a, a goddamn bat fly around uh, behind me, in the room behind me. And uh, it, it, had its, it had its charm like, like we were talking about with early game face like that. You know, like with bands, like with their early stuff, it's like kind of rough around the edges and everything. But like that's the charm of it. Same with that studio you know bats flying around that's the charm of it but uh that was the first time we had uh, jeff on and uh that we we're only a radio show then so the first interview if you go hear it i mean it's on the podcast feed uh from 2018 it's only like 14 15 minutes long so it was just kind of a uh, quick part for an episode but uh this time and last time we got to do like hour-long interviews which was very nice jeff is always a uh treat to talk to so loved having him on he always i mean he always stays busy game face which i'm excited to hear that uh, they even just want to play together because i think that's an even better sign because that means the band likes each other uh you know not even playing live shows or recording they just want to play together i feel like that's a good sign of a uh, healthy band and a healthy band relationship and uh, i'm excited for all that excited to uh, finally hear low coast when all that comes out and uh, it's blowing my mind, too, because if you've not heard Old Blood yet, go check. You just heard a song off it. I think it's my favorite song off the uh, album. But as you can hear, it's very stripped back. So to uh, hear two of those songs is like full-on like rock band songs. I'm very excited to hear how that is. And I, I'm sure it will be great, as uh, all, Jeff, all Jeff's stuff is. Um, he's a great songwriter. I mean, listening, listening to Game Face and then listening to like his solo stuff – I mean, he has range. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, he's just a good songwriter. Like that's the other thing is like he can, he can do the stripped back stuff, and the songs are good. Just him and acoustic guitar, and that's a sign of a uh, of a good songwriter. All a, a voice and a guitar, and it's just as good as when it's a full band or uh, just as good as anything else. So uh, yeah, want to thank Jeff again. We'll have him on, I'm sure, uh, next year or, you know, I was going to say again this year, but I forget it is October. So, I mean, even even if it was a couple months, it probably would be next year. But uh, he will I'm sure he'll make his yearly return again. Uh, we we missed him in 2019. But besides that, we uh, have him on once a year and uh, he's always awesome. I love I love game face and all his solo stuff. And uh, and another thing I probably repeat every time he's on. But one of the. Uh, best like voices in punk rock and like revelate like that whole like revelation records a lot like texas is a reason where you have this vocalist who like doesn't sound like every other vocalist in the scene you know like every other band who they tour and play with like i always feel that way with jeff's voice like jeff has this great rock voice and he has like range and stuff he's not like a punk singer who can't sing he sings he's a really good singer basically in a punk band you know and and i think it shows and he has a very he just has a great voice. Like I think even if he was playing like 
Foo Fighters style like rock like that, like kind of like arena rock or like something. Like I think his voice would sound great on that too. Like his voice just works in a lot of ways. So uh, yeah, if you can't tell, I'm a fan of the guy's work. And uh, you can go find you can find all the music that we talked about on here on uh, his Bandcamp page. I'll pay what you want. And uh, yeah, go go check out. I'll have a link at the uh, bottom of this here podcast where right in the description. But uh, Future Vampire Club, cool little label. And uh, I believe Jeff's had a few things released on there. And uh, yeah, so go on there, pre-order the uh, two LP set. Uh, depending on where you're listening to this, maybe it's out. Uh, I know it's limited to 100. I think it's. Uh, I think there's two variants. And I think they might have did a test press too, which I believe is, if they did, it's sold out. But you might still be able to snag your hands on uh, one of those. But I would definitely do it soon because, again, 500 pressed and uh, their stuff sells fast. Like Game Face fans are vinyl fans. I I can tell just because... They uh, anytime they release something, it goes very fast. So again, if uh, that's something you want, I'd go get it soon. But that is going to be it for this episode. Thank you so much for checking it out. Uh, if you want to give us a follow online at Power Chord Hour on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, you can find us on Spotify. Maybe you're listening to us there. But uh, if you go search Power Chord Hour on Spotify, if you're looking, at, even if you're listening on the podcast, we have playlists every week from the radio show. There are hundreds of playlists. I'm sure there's lots of Game Face and Broken Trophy and Jeff Cadill and a bunch of different stuff that Jeff has done on there. So if you want to go check that out, go check that out. Um, and follow us if you will. But yeah, we're on social media. We're there. You can hit me up, powercordhour at gmail.com. I have some uh, free PCH stickers to give out, so hit me up. I'll send you some out. If you listen to the radio show, I also take song requests. If you want to email me a song request, you can uh, definitely do so. And the radio show, new radio shows every Friday night, 10 to midnight Eastern on a good old 107.9 WRFA in uh, Jamestown, New York. If you are not in the Jamestown listening area, well, guess what? You can still listen. You're not off the hook. You can't not listen to my radio show. You still got to go listen to that shit because you can stream us online at WRFALP.com. And uh, you'll see the big old streaming button there. Listen to uh, listen to my program. Listening to everyone else's, it's a great uh, radio station, and it's rad. They let me do the show here, and uh, it's funny. Just as I was putting this together, like I'm, I'm recording this uh, like minutes after I just got done talking to Jeff, but I just looked in an old Power Chord Hour folder in one of the. I don't really use this studio in WRFA much anymore. I normally use the other one, but uh, I opened up a folder that I didn't know was on there for Power Chord Hour. And the only thing in there, which I mean, man, what a what a nice selection. But there's three files. One is my interview with CJ Ramon Raw. It's the original file, and uh, the other one is part one and part two of our very first episode of the radio show. Which I guess that sounds weird. It's really one show, but just the way that uh, just the way that worked, I had to cut it into two pieces. But I mean, it was an hour long radio show. But anyways, I found that on there. Which I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was like a lost episode, but I didn't know. I mean, I have no clue where my copy would be, so I'm definitely going to have to uh, going to have to like email myself a copy here of episode one of the radio show. And uh, you know, some people might put that up and might go, "Oh, that's cool. I'll release it somewhere." I'm probably not going to do that because I got to tell you, I probably sound like horseshit. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say uh, my episode from February, I believe, 16, 2016, from five years ago 
is a little rough around the edges. It has that char- we're going back to that charm again. I think I think episode one of the radio show has probably too much charm to release it. But uh, I'll I will let you all know. Maybe I'll like live tweet myself listening and cringing to uh, our first episode. Now I will say this: the music is probably damn good. I know it's damn good because I I remember a, a okay chunk of what I played. Now that I'll be able to listen to it and know everything I played. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll have to like live tweet me <laughs> listening to it. Just tweet my embarrassments. But uh, but again, it, le- it more of the embarrassments of myself. Just trying to uh, kind of navigate being a host on a radio show. Because uh, before that, I mean, I'd done radio, but it was all like PSAs and producing stuff, like behind the scenes. I really wasn't the, uh, I wasn't really the uh, on-air personality. So, uh, yeah, interesting to go back and check that out. I'll probably go do that right now. But you should go follow us online, find us on Spotify, listen to the radio show every Friday night. And uh, I swear we've gotten better. I swear it's not as bad. And uh, I mean, it's not it's not perfect, but uh, we are a work in progress here. As as I'm talking about only me because I I am I am everything. I I am power cord hour. I am the power cord hour. In uh in the great words of Mister Leahy, but uh yeah, that is it. That is going to be the uh, the episode. Thank you so much for checking it out. And uh, oh man, I feel like I had something else to tell you all, fine folks. But I can't think of it now. What was I going to tell you all? Isn't it weird? Like, I'm talking to you, but I'm not really talking to you. Because right now I'm just in a room alone, kind of staring out this window. And, uh, yeah, looking into the other studio. But uh, I swear I had something else to tell you all. But I guess not. I guess it wasn't very important. Listen to the radio show. Uh, oh, I mean, subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you would. That would be really rad. And uh, if you enjoyed this interview and you haven't heard the other two, they're uh, on the podcast feed. From uh, they're both from last year. You're gonna have to dig a little bit. Uh, the 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 throw actually the throwback episode I, I put up back in like February. So you'll find the first interview from 2018. I don't I don't know how many episodes back, but back in February. So I mean, you know, probably I don't know maybe. 20 episodes I I could be totally off but uh go check there and then the other one was uh we did the last time I had him on was uh last year in like May or June I want to say so that one you got to go back a little bit I think that might be in like like this is this is uh what this be episode 81 I think that's like in the 20s or 30s that other episode but if you want to go check those out they're uh great again Jeff is uh, always a great guest but uh, yeah, that is going to be it. I'm going to go cringe listening to my first uh, ever radio show from five years, actually five and a half years ago now. My God, February of uh, 2016. So yeah, we're at uh, we're about we're about five and a half years now, which blows my mind. And uh, I already feel old. I'm going to feel real fucking old when uh, that that first radio broadcast was a decade ago. That's going to make me feel real old. But uh, whatever, I'm going to go feel old. I hope you enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, for the Power Court Hour podcast, I'm Anthony Merchant. Thanks for listening.